0: wanted to get some reaction to this story that caught my attention and it's one really that I'm kind of watching over the past number of months um, every year the city does an annual uh, corporate risk profile report and in it administrators were told um, or or, or, or are told about a number of risks facing the city Uh, the only high risk identified was the rising cost of materials and service delivery associated with inflation but I want to talk about that I want to talk about this ranking right up there was the current state of intergovernmental affairs so that's the city's relationship with different levels of government now check this out mayor Sohi Edmonton's mayor Amarjeet Sohi and Premier Danielle Smith haven't had a meeting since Smith became premier. The mayor's office says it has asked one, you know, for one numerous times. Uh, that meeting's finally going to happen in March. In March. That's five months after the premier took office and just ahead of a provincial election slated at this point for the end of May. John Brennan is an Edmonton-based political commentator. John, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jaylen, it's great to be with you. Yeah, I was really quite surprised uh, when I had heard, when I read, that uh, Edmonton's mayor and Premier Smith had not met yet face-to-face.
1: I was surprised too. I saw that story in the journal yesterday, and uh, I guess the other thing that surprised me is that Smith has already met twice with the mayor of Calgary, and one of the meetings was with uh, Smith and a number of her MLAs with the whole Calgary Council.
0: Mm-hmm. What does that tell you right now?
1: It tells you, Jalen, that we're three and a half months out from a provincial election, and Premier Smith and the UCP's focus is on holding their fortress in Calgary. Yeah, you know. Th- there's no secret to that as you know jaylen there's been two very credible polls out in the last two weeks one from think hq and one from abacus data and both of them show the ucp with a very narrow lead over the ndp about 48 to 45 or 47 to 45 But in Edmonton, the NDP are once again poised to sweep Edmonton. You know, in the last election, they won 19 out of the 20 seats. Mm -hmm. And the one seat they don't hold, of course, is Edmonton Southwest Casey Madu's seat. And the UCP are very much poised to hold the vast majority of the seats in rural, small town, and small city Alberta. So, you know, the Premier and the UCP as a party are focusing on Calgary because they hold 23 of the 26 seats there, and they want to hold the vast majority. Mm-hmm. of them so they can hold on to government.
0: If uh, the UCP uh, remains in power after the election at the end of May, do you see um, that relationship um, becoming better, becoming more... Um amiable, more communicative, or, um, you know, is this just a a narrow window until the election? What do you think?
1: Well, because we're three and a half months out from the election, everybody's focus in provincial politics is on the election and, you know, and trying to position themselves prior to the election so that they're successful. And that's why we see Rachel Notley in Calgary constantly, you know, campaigning and making Mm -hmm. announcements like she was today. So what happens after the election, you know, it all depends on who wins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is going to be a very close, hard-fought election campaign between the NDP and the UCP with, you know, a number of seats in Calgary. And I would suggest a few other seats like Banff, Kananaskis, Lethbridge, and the suburbs of Edmonton all being in play. And so it's really going to depend on who wins the election yeah. because then that will determine, you know, how well Edmonton does with the next provincial election,
0: You know, John, the next provincial government. Yeah, and you know what, John, there, there's, you know, no hiding the fact that uh, the, the the mayor of Edmonton and uh, the premier on you know opposite uh, political sides of course uh, Mayor So Sohi a former Liberal MP and um, Premier Smith um, you know leading up the Conservatives in this province and you know and 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 you know having had the the federal Liberal government in her crosshairs uh, for a long time now but you know shouldn't we get to the point where the premier and the mayor of uh, one of Alberta's big cities should be in constant communication or have at least better communication i just think it's a shame on both sides
1: yeah i think there's certainly room for better communication and that's both between the political leaders and their political staff yeah. and so you know you have to develop those relationships they don't happen overnight and so you know i would expect mayor Sohi and his political staff to be in touch with the premier's office staff to try to enhance and improve the relationship and i'm sure they're working on that you know the other thing i was thinking about with this today um jalen when i when i saw the article in the paper yesterday and I, and i saw um, mayor so he you know talking about the issues he wants to raise you know the ones that we always talk about mm. And I've talked with you many times on this program homelessness mental health issues the addictions problem you know crime and social disorder in the inner city in the downtown you know I got to thinking about whatever happened to that announcement that former C- premier Kenny made on October 1st when he announced all that money to address all these various issues like whatever happened to mm. that it, you know, it's almost like, you know, governments are really good at making announcements, but what happens to the follow-up? Well, we're you know,
0: seeing a lot of announcements recently. <laughs>
1: well, exactly. And that and that speaks to my earlier point, that we're in this pre-election period and, you know, the, the Premier and her ministers are trying to gain the advantage with their daily announcements. And we see Rachel Notley doing the same with her mm-hmm. announcements literally we're in the campaign
0: period of course, now of course um you know another political commentator uh, described uh, what's happening right now as uh, you know in 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 their uh, opinion edmonton was on the outside looking in we know mayor so has put out uh, what i called a wish list he didn't want it he didn't like it being called that but that's what i called it a wish list of of money and what he wanted to use it for uh you know from the province um we're, we're expe- well the budget is going to be handed down in just uh a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be fascinated to see what is in there and if Edmonton remains on the outside looking in at that point or if it's going to be focused again uh, more heavily down in the Calgary area.
1: I'll be interested in that too and I remember when you did that story Jalen. I thought um, it wasn't a smart move by the mayor to make such a big wick Wishlist, list mm. you know it was like in the billions mm-hmm. like don't ask for the moon and the stars it's better to focus on on a few things and, you know, the other thing we have to keep in mind is, you know, there has been a lot of longstanding infrastructure projects in this city. that are being joint funded by both parties with the help of the federal government on some, you know, extension of the Valley LRT line, the Yellowhead project, the twinning of Terwilliger Drive, the 50th street overpass. Like, it's not as if the provincial government has not been putting any money into Edmonton. Yeah. One of the big things that I see, Jalen, in the lead-up to the budget, and I believe it's coming down on February 28th, the day the the legislative but Legislative Assembly resumes. I'm looking to see if the provincial government is going to put the capital dollars in there to build the Southampton Hospital. Mm. You know, that's the one on Ellerslie Road, yep. 127th Street. The NDP promised when they were in government in 2017 to build it, but then when the UCP came in in 2019, it was sort of put on hold, and it, and now all we have there is this big vacant field, right? And there hasn't been a new hospital built in this city in 30 years yeah, since yeah. the Grey Nuns, and is desperately needed. And so I think if uh, the UCP were smart, (laughs) <laughs> and they wanted to do something to address the concerns of Edmontonians especially on the burgeoning south side of the city they would announce capital dollars for that new Southampton hospital
0: yeah you know what that's going to be uh, fascinating to watch and uh, we'll have to talk about it on the February on February 28th or the 29th uh, John without a doubt before I let you go I mean you you have watched uh, politics in this province uh, at all levels for a very very long time I mean often t- well we have had other cases where uh, let's say say, the mayor and um, the province, the premier, are on different sides politically. Have you seen it this quiet between the two sides or, you know, this non-communicative in your years? yeah i have
1: because yeah. you know there has been a tradition in this in this province of conservative governments of course and in edmonton's history yeah. you know we've had ndp mayors when jan reimer was mayor we've had liberal mayors with lawrence decor and and quite often there has been you know the mayor of edmonton has been different political stripe than the provincial government so it's always been a struggle for the capital city but you know what you've got to do is you've got to make the case you've got to make the arguments and you know just not complain about meeting but actually make the arguments and not just with um, the premier also with the ministers Mm -hmm. and so it's very important for mayor so not just to have a great relationship with premier smith because hopefully that will come in time yeah but also with all the relevant provincial ministers the minister responsible for Mental Health and Addictions, the Minister Responsible for Housing, the Minister of Municipal Affairs, the Minister of Transportation. All of these ministers are important and so you know you have to talk to all of them.
0: Yeah without a doubt without a doubt. John uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Let's uh, chat again around budget time all right. Thanks for this.
1: Sounds good. Always a pleasure talking to you Jay